0: everyone and welcome to another episode of Living on Blockchain. Today we are speaking to Alex. Alexander is the co-founder of Gains Associates. So they are a very, very strong community of, you know, crypto traders and investors. Gains does a lot in terms of educating their community and making the right choices, doing the research for them. They are coming up with a bunch of wonderful products as well, which we do deep dive into in this conversation. So yeah, without much further ado, let's deep dive right in. Hi, Alexander. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast.
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Terusha. It's a pleasure.
0: The pleasure is all mine. So, you know, for our listeners, would you like to start by telling us a little about yourself and how you fell down the crypto rabbit hole?
1: Sure, absolutely. So uh, my name is Alex. I live in Paris, France. I've been in crypto for four years and I've learned a lot and how I got in crypto was just a friend who was in before me and he just told me he made an insane amount of money because it was in the 2017 bull run. And right. so, and that I, I just had to check it out. So that that's what I did. You know, I just started investing a few hundred dollars here and there with mm-hmm. friends. And right. at the time, the market was very wild. It was the ICO boom. So right. there were a lot of projects launching, good and bad. And so you had to to do your research and also be a bit lucky because sometimes projects you wouldn't suspect did very well. So it was a very interesting time for sure.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. So how did you come about, you know, being like a co-founder of Gains? And would you like to tell us a little about what you are doing there?
1: So it was just a natural evolution, to be honest. Um, Back in the very end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018, there were pools that started forming and pools. The concept is very simple. You just gather many retailers and you put their funds together to invest as one. And doing this, you have more negotiating power with projects and you get better terms for everyone that they wouldn't be able to get on their own. So this is just the concept. And there were like probably hundreds of these pools. It was crazy. And many of them were actually run by anonymous admins. And so it was kind of scary, but people still trusted them because the upside was so huge, right? You could, like 10X was probably the average or something. So even if you lose your money two times by people who ran away with it, like it's okay if you make 10X on a few others, it it just covers it. And so we did participate in a few of these pools with my friends and I, when we just started to get our feet wet in crypto, but it was like an an uneasy feeling. We didn't feel comfortable at all uh, because it it just, everything in crypto moves and and moved so fast. And sometimes we we didn't know who we were dealing with, who we trusted with our money. And so we thought, let's create our own pool group, our own community. We will handle the money. This way we will sleep better at night. And also by creating a community, we will interact more with people, we'll share our thoughts, ask questions, and we will learn together and we will make better investment decisions. And that's just how it started. And to be honest, the beginnings were quite rough because it works based on trust and trust takes time to build. There is an incompressible amount of time that you need to build trust. And so that's just what we did. We showed up every day. We showed our faces on video to, to prove, you know, we were real people. Right. Um, and this way, uh, people started trusting us slowly. And then the rest is history, I guess.
0: <laughs> Lovely. That's good to know. You know, what you, you just said about how important it is to like put, put a face to a name and, you know, to just like gather that credibility. That is so important and what you guys have is like a really solid community. You guys also have a token, right? So would you like to tell our listeners about your token a little bit?
1: Yes, we only recently tokenized it. I think the token brings new incentives and aligns them. So I think it's a win-win. And so we're a decentralized VC nowadays. To be honest, it's just a fancy way of saying a pool. So we have exclusive opportunities to invest in private sales and seed rounds of ICOs. Mm. So the price, of course, is much lower than what you would get in public sales, but also there is a vesting. So it is for investors who are a bit more long-term minded, but I think this is how you get the best returns. You know, if you buy on the exchange when the token already has some hype, sure, you can do 5 10x, but if you're really looking for the 100x, you okay. most likely need to get in very early on. And so the token, it's very simple. What we do, and it's something, to be honest, that I'm really proud of and that I love, is just removing the buyers eventually to investing. Anyone can buy our token and you buy enough tokens, starting from 10,000 gains token up to 200,000. There are different tiers. Mm. And then you just get into a private group in which the de- these deals are offered. And the amazing thing in crypto is that you don't really need to be especially rich to invest and get access to these opportunities that, to be honest, I would say less than a few hundred people on earth have access to per project. So this is a really exclusive club. And in the traditional world, something kind of mind-boggling is that the concept of accredited investor, the, the premise is that it is supposed to protect people who don't know enough to making investments that would ruin them but actually it just prevents people who can be smart enough but not yet have the money to become yeah. rich so you have to be rich in order to become more rich which is like makes, makes no sense like what do you have, like not, not even poor people but just regular people who have a bit of money they can't get access to these opportunities but in crypto with us they can and so i think that's something really amazing and like really a parting shift uh, and i just love it
0: yeah absolutely you know what you said about how there is there's this notion right if for anybody to start investing you need to have a certain quantum uh, of money and crypto kind of you know changes that and defi completely uh, revolutionizes that I, I love that you know we are building something so inclusive which you know kind of doesn't discriminate and doesn't have all the all of these prerequisites that the traditional financial system does have when it comes to you know going or starting off on your wealth creation or for that matter just wealth preservation journey so obviously you know more communities like yours that are able to basically do research and help give the end users, some perspective, are absolutely wonderful. And, you know, more power to you guys for having achieved what you have because your community is, like, really active and engaged and very strong. And it's good that, you know, you, you feel so strongly about this, that there shouldn't be any barriers to investing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, again, you would be surprised at some of the behavior that institutional funds in crypto have, Like sometimes they don't do much research and a part of being a credited investor, there's two parts. Usually you need the money. You need to show that you have assets and that if you lose some, it's okay. You're not going to be broke. And the second part is knowledge that you know the financial markets and especially your markets and that you do research and crypto moves so fast that sometimes these guys, they don't do research. Sometimes you would be like shocked when I make intros with a few people well, sure, they get intro. So, you know, they trust me. But still, sometimes they just say, hello, where do I send my money? Yeah. And like, that, is so, that is so crazy. And the retailers in our group, there is something that, again, I love. It's decentralized due diligence. In our groups, we're about 600, 700 investors. And we do have a research team who is amazing. But one man only has 24 hours a day. And yeah. when you have, dozens of people, they will spot things you didn't. And that's very powerful. And uh, sometimes we go back to the projects with new questions and that just helps us make better investment decisions as a whole And, and that's really great.
0: Absolutely, no. this is wonderful and you know, this this is what will kind of make the ecosystem more mature, making people more aware about how, you know, you need to sort of do your due diligence or at least rely on credible sources to do them for you. Just, you know, it's not just about making a quick buck, right? People put in so much time and energy before they kind of make any investment. It shouldn't be any different for crypto.
1: Yes, yes. Regarding shouldn't be about a short term. very hard to to change your mentality and i get it i've been there kind of Hmm. lots of people for example they don't like vestings so vestings you know it means for example you will receive your tokens let's say you know a 12 per month over a year right um and that's like not a heavy vesting and most people will not really like a project when there's a vesting but i'm the total opposite if i like a project i would love a very heavy vesting because We're just humans. When we see something goes 10x, 20x, we want to sell it. And actually, investing is a blessing in disguise, preventing you from being a weak hand and taking profits too soon off the table. Don't get me wrong. It's good to take profits. But the, the people that have made 100x and more buying Bitcoin in 2011 or something, most of the time... The story you hear, these guys actually they forgot about it. If they had seen it and checked it every year, every month, and they saw it with a 50x, they would have most likely sold. So investing is kind of the same thing. Like you forget about it, you can't sell it, and then after a year, two years, maybe you have an amazing return.
0: Absolutely. know, vesting as a concept also shows the commitment of the team. Right. I think that, you know, they're not just looking for like, you know, to make a, perhaps a quick buck there, they have a long-term vision associated with the platform.
1: Totally, totally. And again, some of the projects that I've done more than a 100x, 200x, sometimes they traded below the private sale price at some point. Hmm. And some people might lose faith. And crypto will do that to you. In crypto, the trend is extremely strong. The timing is just paramount. And when there's a really rough bear market, almost all projects will be hit. And some people will be very sad, but if you're savvy and you have some stable coins ready, you should be extremely, extremely happy. That's just like Black Friday, Power 10, everything on, on the huge discounts. And so, for example, Quant Network was one of the best projects we had it did more than 400x from our private sale price, and it's now very, very comfortably sitting in the top 100. Uh, we raised half a million for it back in 2018, and many of our members made insane, life-changing money on it, and some held, and the ones who held are the ones who they just kind of you know, forgot, took some time of crypto, and then came back and had an amazing surprise. And uh, there's many other projects that, that we did that were amazing. We also had the, the chance and, and the skill to, to make a connection with Avalanche. Also, like, probably top 10 or something these days. It had a, a great run recently. Yeah. And uh, many other projects like Reef, Persistence, uh, Mantra DAO, and many, many others. So we also have a, a track record that is public that everyone can check. And I think that helps with trusting us.
0: Wow, yeah, that's quite a journey and you know what, what you've mentioned that, you know, all of these projects that have like a really sound vision and they're doing so well, it's good that, you know, they're they're part of your ambit as well. So what's the next milestone for you guys that, you know, you're ready to hit?
1: Good question. So we are on the skating phase. We're moving away from the wide crypto world to being a bit bigger and being regulated having a platform that is very easy to use for people to contribute, claim their tokens, see their investments, because some of our members, they invest with us in 10, 20, 30 private sales. And some of them have you know Google Sheets to track them all, but it's not very convenient. And so right. for them, we will have everything on the website. They will be able to see with the calendar, all their token distributions, the terms. So that will make their life much more easy on a daily basis. We also have plans for Launchpad, okay. So a launchpad is essentially the same thing we do, but for public sales. Right. And the allocations will be a bit smaller. Hmm. And also the price is just a bit higher, but the vesting is less heavy. So there are some compromises. It's for different types of people usually, but it should be very interesting. Launchpads have done amazingly well. And uh, of course, we will have a twist. There's like 30, 50 launchpads in the industry right now. And we don't just want to create another launchpad copy. Mm. So I'm not going to reveal right now what it is. But (laughs) um, I think it's very cool. It will have to do with learning uh, because I think that's something very powerful that is very overlooked. And that is right now with most launchpads, as I was saying, the public sales, they don't have of vesting and the allocations are small. And so it usually attracts flippers. And I think flippers are not really helpful for the industry or for right. anyone. And I get it. Sometimes you, you do need to, to flip a bit, but if everyone's a flipper, then nothing gets achieved. And so we will try to attract different kinds of people to build long lasting projects.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. And you know what you talked about, like the portfolio tracker, right? On the dashboard of your website that that is very exciting because that is something that is you know still because we are so new that that is still something so obvious but it's just missing so that that would be like a great product to use and i i would use it and regarding the launchpad itself i look forward to when you launch it and you know to uh, see like the usb with the learning angle to it By when do you think these two products will be like in production
1: so the dashboard is going to be in october and the launch pad most likely in November.
0: All right, okay, lovely. And uh, the dashboard would be just for your community or would it be like a product that would be open for all?
1: It's going to be to track the investments made with gains, so only people who invested with us.
0: All right, okay. Okay. So now, uh, you know, to other things and to the trends in this space, I would love to know what, what do you think, you know, considering you're like an active investor and this is what you're doing for a living. I would love to know your take on NFTs. There's so much uh, buzz around them nowadays, and there are so many newer use cases that keep popping up every day. What is your take on NFTs?
1: Sure. That's a great and loaded question. Um, (laughs) Right, I think NFTs are fun um i think nfts have a future
0: Hmm. but
1: i think there's i think nfts are much more easy to manipulate than crypto which says a lot you can easily sell your nft to yourself with another address and sure you will pay 2.5 percent fees on openc each time but you can artificially inflate the value of it and create a track record of people buying it for a higher higher price and then ultimately try to use that track record to sell it to someone, and boom, you're just creating money out of thin air, essentially. Yeah. Uh, NFTs could be used to loan their money, to have some tax write-offs, selling them at a, at a loss. So there's lots of things you can do with NFTs that aren't really so good, in my opinion. And, but I would say I'm very happy that NFTs, and also in, in the same regard, crypto gaming, GameFi, I think they're kind of a trojan house to get more regular people to know about crypto because it's just very easy for celebrities to get involved with NFTs, much mm. more easy than the traditional, the, the heavy finance stuff of, of crypto with protocols and all that that's boring, that's complicated. NFTs you can get and you do get lots of celebrities. I was like just thrown off my chair a few days ago when Snoop Dogg said, you know, he had (laughs) a very popular anonymous NFT account on Twitter. And that shows that these celebrities, they, some are very smart businessmen and they've been at it for months and some are public, some not. Uh, The the Logan Paul as well. So I, I think NFTs are very interesting. I think you should be aware of the, the inner workings of things and, and not take everything for granted when you see huge numbers, these NFTs were sold for millions, question these things. But um, I think that you have a future for sure. And I'm sure the, the use cases will evolve and uh, some that we can't even think of today will emerge.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I think as well. I think that, you know, you, you're right about your apprehensions vis-a-vis NFTs and that that is there. Uh, but uh, as, uh, you know, days pass, I do believe that more and more use cases are cropping up. And I, I think that it'll take some time before the space kind of matures. But, uh, you know, in the coming year, I'm hoping that uh, more, you know, really useful use cases basically show up rather than for the heck of it. And, you know, they Perhaps there can be a mechanism to regulate, might not be the right word, but maybe a sort of just like for the end user to be able to see that, okay, that, that these can be inflated and, uh, you know, for them to be able to do their due diligence with more clarity. Because right now, I think it's it's just about everybody sort of jumping on the bandwagon, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's what happens. I mean, in life, mostly in, in crypto, the network effects, they're just exacerbated so mm-hmm. you, you have to to be cognizant of that and, and be mindful and, and you know know what you are against into. and if you just go into something rapidly because you think it's like uh, an opportunity that is just there at that moment and and it's very well might be true in crypto you just have to accept that you can lose a lot of money so and by the way i, I bought a few nfts and Proud owner of a Pudgy Penguin.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Very cool. Okay. So now, you know, coming to some of the last few questions that I have, let's do like a quick word association game. So I'm going to say a few words and, you know, you just have to say the first thing that comes into your mind. Ready? All right. Yes. Okay. Investments.
1: Oof. Risky.
0: <laughs> Money.
1: Great. Crypto. Crypto. Future. DeFi. DeFi, complicated. Okay. Actually, it it shouldn't. But um, when you dig into it, there's lots of stuff.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep, it is. I I keep saying that. I think that right now, DeFi is at that cost where, you know, it is still very complicated for anybody and everybody to use. You need to know what you're doing to actually get into DeFi and to be able to sort of make the best of this space. It's not something that, you know, we've cracked yet, but I do believe that, you know, with more maturity as the ecosystem grows, it'll become more seamless.
1: 100 percent yeah
0: okay uh, now you know i had a few other words but i kind of lost my train of thought there so now uh t- would, you, would you like to tell me a little about the thought leaders that you know you kind of follow the best insight or like you know information that you kind of assimilate that are there on social media and you would recommend them to our listeners as well
1: i do follow a few guys on twitter a few people i think i follow balaji which was the ex cto of coinbase Yeah. Right. Uh, I also like a few guys on YouTube. Um, I've been watching some Elio for the NFTs. It's a very active, of course, Elio trades. Um, right. and, and I just consume a lot of content. Um, I try to watch the videos in two weeks because I don't have much time, right. um, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it's
0: the same. I, I do the same thing. I thought I was the only one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when I tell some people about it, they, they think I'm fucking crazy. But
0: um, same. I, uh, I- let me
1: think, who else?
0: What about like some other resource, like not thought leaders, perhaps some books that you would like to recommend or some YouTube channels or that you think are must follow or, you know, must read for somebody who's trying to uh, understand the space better?
1: Hmm. That's not really tied to the space, but a book that I read a few years ago and that I still remember vividly is negotiating as if your life depended on it and it's not that much about negotiation it is but it's more about empathy and understanding what the other wants and more generally this book was just a big mindfuck for me and because it's written by a guy who's been head of the fbi for like 10 20 years and he he conducted lots of negotiations high profile and it's essentially, it was like very tense situations, like the kind of hostage. If you don't send us one million, you're gonna receive a part of the the ear uh, from the guy we took, right? And yeah. when it starts like that, you say, "Wow, how is he going to turn it around?" And by just talking to that person with some time, at the end, it was crazy. The guy released the hostage and was essentially asking forgiveness. It was like. Uh, became his friends and they didn't pay anything and so i think that kind of it just showed to me that everything is possible and i think that's crypto compared to the traditional world there are some secrets when i tell people about crypto they're kind of listening but they don't really get it because it's just so far away from their worldview, what they think is possible and that aspect, I think this is why this book came to mind. I would love for people to, to experience what crypto is. And I really believe crypto could be like a force of positive change in the world. And it was still very early because we have amazing opportunities investing. I do my best to try to convince people, but sadly, with most people, they will hear something. They will say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it.
0: And but they, yeah.
1: they won't really take action. And taking yeah. action... Is what you need and it's very simple but most people don't do it so um that, that's not really a, a book or, or anything but uh, i guess that's just there's lots of amazing content out there oh oh yeah okay something i just remembered uh, a series of video that i loved and that are very very well made it's called the hidden secrets of money okay. on youtube okay. and it just goes and tells the history of money you know from shells uh, and then to to the gold standard and how it evolved. And this is something that is not really taught in schools. Right. Um, and I think it is paramount to understand the, the fundamentals and what crypto brings. So this is what I would recommend.
0: Okay. So this is the series by Mike Maloney, I think exactly yes yes Ah, okay yeah that is wonderful I think I have also seen that I I don't know if I've seen the whole thing because but I also like came across it and I had seen parts of it and the book that you've mentioned this is the one by Chris Wass, I think uh, never split the difference that's the book right yes 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 right okay yeah those are both uh, yeah the book is wonderful and yeah these videos are definitely like really good as what you said like you know schools don't really Teach us all this, and they should. <laughs> but uh, somehow, uh, all of this important stuff is not a part of any curriculum, which is very sad. But then, you know, the onus then kind of falls on individuals to sort of go out and learn and keep an open. Yeah,
1: mind. it's almost as if sometimes you're wondering if it's on purpose that this yeah. kind of information isn't in school, just to keep like some part of the population in some kind of slavery you know Uh, yeah
0: I feel that I do feel that I think it's like by it's not that you know it's just it just doesn't happen to be there I feel that you know it's not there because of this particular reason because then people will become a lot more aware right and then they wouldn't really fall in this traditional loop that people are supposed to follow in their life yes yes okay so uh, it's this has been a really lovely chat Now to coming to my last question, this is something I ask everybody uh, whoever comes on the podcast. So if somebody is like you know peering in from the outside, so you will, uh, into the crypto space. What would be your suggestions to these people who are still looking in, but perhaps, you know, as you mentioned, they don't really take action. So, and they are intimidated or whatever, or or out of sheer laziness that is like, depends on individual to individual. But what would be your suggestion to these people so that they can actively get into crypto or DeFi?
1: I would say, I mean, you probably have someone, I hope, in, in crypto in your circle of friends, Try to speak with them. If you don't, you can find a lot of friends on the internet. And again, you can sm- start very small. You can mm-hmm. start with a few hundred dollars. Just buy some Bitcoin if you want. To me, Bitcoin is a bit boring. You know, I think it's it's quite big already. And, and I think, by the way, that people tell me Bitcoin is risky. I think it's not owning Bitcoin that is risky. Yep. Not having a hedge in what can be the future of finance is actually just. Totally insane. So I would just tell them, try to understand what's at stake. Try to understand what crypto is. And you can start small. You don't have to be afraid of it. And this is something you have to be comfortable about your investment size. If you invest too much and you're scared, you're going to take profits off the table too soon. Uh, you're going to feel uneasy and you should just build things up slowly. So Do some research, talk to your friends, talk to people on the internet, start small, and that's it.
0: Yeah, those are good suggestions. You know, I always say that the best way to actually go about doing this is just getting your hands a little dirty, like start small, but start. And that is the important thing. Because once you start, then you, it's pretty much, you know, a, a free fall from there. And then, you know, you'll be inundated with so many new ideas that you cannot help, but be fascinated and get more involved.
1: Yes, agree.
0: All right, Alexander, thank you so much for taking all the time to speak to me. It was a lovely chat. Thank you so much. Any parting thoughts before we wrap this up?
1: Well, thanks a lot. It was a shared pleasure. Uh, thanks for the great questions, the, the great conversation. I hope this can inspire people to take some action. This would make my day if it does.
0: Mm. And
1: on our side, we've been in crypto for four years. We're going to be there for the next four and maybe more. We're here for the long term to build. We have lots of projects and I'm just looking to what the future holds.
0: Wow, lovely thoughts. Thank you so much again. Thanks.